Hello and welcome to Move Forth with Grace. I'm so glad you're here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome, welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Neverbands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve freedom. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, and grace, and merchandise for you and your family. My website is www.move-forth.com. I am reading from the Founders Bible, which is a new American standard Bible that includes historical documents from the Founders era. You can get one at www.foundersbible.com. I am following the five-day Bible reading plan. You can download and print a copy today at www.5daybiblereading.com. This plan is done weekly, yet it gives you room to catch up if you feel like you might be falling behind, and it is such a lovely thing to have intact so that feeling like we're falling behind maybe won't be such a big thing during this journey. This is your journey. No one is judging. No one is watching. I'm just so glad that you are here. So just take a nice deep breath and just give yourself a break. You're doing great. If this is your first time on the podcast, I want to go ahead and welcome you. I'm so glad that you found this podcast. And if this is your you know, first one, you can absolutely continue from here and just go along to the end, or you can stop this right here and go to day one, the episode there, and let today be your first day in reading the Bible in a year. I have never read the whole Bible, much less in a year, so I will not claim to be an expert. I just wanted to provide a place for people to do this together, and I felt that, well, I was led to do it on my podcast, so here I am. I'm going to mispronounce things along the way, the entire way through, I'm sure, and so um, it's just kind of part of the experience, folks. It's part of the Move Forth with Grace experience, so hey, maybe you can laugh along with me, right? We've got to keep our sense of humor. For connection and community, I do have uh, a group available on my website, the Move Forth with Grace group, and you can go ahead and join that, and we can just have a place to come together. We can post questions or anything, just a place where we can connect with people who are listening to the podcast, right? I won't sell you a thing. Don't worry about that at all. Today is day, what is, what is this day? This is day 54. And we will be reading, we'll be starting Deuteronomy today, so we'll be reading chapters 1 through 3, we'll be reading Psalm 36 and Luke 5. The fifth book of Moses, Deuteronomy, Israel's history after the Exodus, chapter 1. These are the words which Moses spoke to all Israel across the Jordan in the wilderness in the Arabah opposite Suf between Paran and Trophel or excuse me, Tophel, and Laban, and Hazaroth, and Dizahab, in the eleven days' journey from Horeb by the way to, sound, to Mount Seir, Kadesh Barnea, in the fortieth year, on the first day of the eleventh month, Moses spoke to the children of Israel according to all that the Lord had commanded him to give to them, after he had defeated Sion, the king of the Amorites, who lived in Heshbon, 
and Og, the king of Bashan, who lived in Ashtaroth and Edri. Across the Jordan in the land of Moab, Moses undertook to expound this law, saying, The Lord our God spoke to us at Horab, saying, You have stayed long enough at this mountain. Turn and set your journey and go to the hill country of the Amorites and to all their neighbors in the Arabah, in the hill country, and in the lowland, and in the Negev, and by the seacoast, the land of the Canaanites, and Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates. See, I have placed the land before you. Go in and possess the land which the Lord swore to give to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to them and their descendants after them. I spoke to you at that time, saying, I am not able to bear the burden of you alone. The Lord your God has multiplied you, and behold, you are this day like the stars of heaven in number. May the Lord, the God of your fathers, increase you a thousandfold more than you are and bless you, just as he has promised you. How can I alone bear the load and burden of you and your strife? Choose wise and discerning and experienced men from your tribes, and I will appoint them as your heads. You answered me and said, The thing which you have said to do is good. So I took the heads of your tribes, wise and experienced men, and appointed them heads over you, leaders of thousands and of hundreds, of fifties, of tens, and officers for your tribes. Then I charged your judges at that time, saying, Hear the cases between your fellow countrymen, and judge righteously between a man and his fellow countrymen, or the alien who is with him. You shall not show partiality in judgment, You shall hear the small and the great alike. You shall not fear man, for the judgment is God's. The case that is too hard for you, you shall bring to me, and I will hear it. I commanded you at that time all the things that you should do. Then we set out from Horeb and went through all the great and terrible wilderness, which you saw on the way to the hill, country of the Amorites, just as the Lord our God had commanded us, and we came to Kadesh Barnea. I said to you, You have come to the hill country of the Amorites, which the Lord our God is about to give us. See, the Lord your God has placed the land before you. Go up, take possession, as the Lord, the God of your fathers, has spoken to you. Do not fear or be dismayed. Then all of you approached me and said, Let us send men before us, that they may search out the land for us and bring back to us word of the way by which we should go up and the cities which we shall enter. The thing pleased me, and I took twelve of your men, the one man for each tribe. They turned and went up into the hill country and came to the valley of Eskel and spied it out. Then they took some of the fruit of the land in their hands and brought it down to us, and they brought us back a report and said, It is a good land which the Lord our God is about to give us. Yet you were not willing to go up, but rebelled against the command of the Lord your God. And you grumbled in your tents and said, Because the Lord hates us, he has brought us out of the land of Egypt to deliver us into the hand of the Amorites to destroy us. Where can we go up? Our brethren have made our hearts melt, saying, The people are bigger and taller than we. The cities are large and fortified to heaven. And besides, we saw the sons of the Anakim there. Then I said to you, Do not be shocked, nor fear them. The Lord your God, who goes before you, will himself fight on your behalf, just as he did for you in Egypt before your eyes. 
and in the wilderness where you saw how the Lord your God carried you, just as a man carries his son, in all the way which you have walked until you came to this place. But for all this you did not trust the Lord your God, who goes before you on your way to seek out a place for you to encamp, in fire by night and cloud by day, to show you the way in which you should go. Then the Lord heard the sound of your words, and he was angry and took an oath, saying, Not one of these men, this evil generation, shall see the good land which I swore to give your fathers, except Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, he shall see it, and to him and his sons I will give the land on which he has set foot, because he has followed the Lord fully. The Lord was angry with me also on your account, saying, Not even you shall enter there. Joshua, the son of Nun, who stands before you, he shall enter there. Encourage him, for he will cause Israel to inherit it. Moreover, your little ones, who you said would become a prey, and your sons, who this day have no knowledge of good or evil, shall enter there, and I will give it to them, and they shall possess it. But as for you, turn around and set out for the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea. Then you said to me, We have sinned against the Lord. We will indeed go up and fight, just as the Lord our God commanded us. And every man of you you girded on his weapons of war and regarded it as easy to go up into the hill country. And the Lord said to me, Say to them, Do not go up nor fight, for I am not among you. Otherwise, you will be defeated before your enemies." So I spoke to you, but you would not listen. Instead, you rebelled against the command of the Lord and acted presumptuously and went up into the hill country. The Amorites who lived in that hill country came out against you and chased you as bees do and crushed you from Seir to Horma. Then you returned and wept before the Lord, but the Lord did not listen to your voice nor give ear to you. So you remained in Kadesh many days, the days that you spent there. Wanderings in the Wilderness Then we turned and set out for the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea, as the Lord spoke to me, and circled Mount Seir for days. And the Lord spoke to me, saying, You have circled this mountain long enough. Now turn north, and command the people, saying, You will pass through the territory of your brothers, the sons of Esau, who live in Seir, and they will be afraid of you. So be very careful. Do not provoke them. For I will not give you any of their land, even as little as a footstep, because I have given Mount Seir to Esau as a possession. You shall buy food from them with money so that you may eat, and you shall also purchase water from them with money so that you may drink. For the Lord your God has blessed you in all that you have done. He has known your wanderings through this great wilderness. These 40 years the Lord your God has been with you. You have not lacked a thing. So we passed beyond our brothers, the sons of Esau, who live in Seir, away from the Arabah road, away from Elath, and from Ezion-Geber. And we turned and passed through by the way of the wilderness of Moab. Then the Lord said to me, Do not harass Moab, nor provoke them to war, for I will not give you any of their land as a possession, because I have given Ar to the sons of Lot as a possession. The Emim lived there formerly, a people as great, numerous, and tall as the Anakim. Like the Anakim, they are also regarded as Rephaim, but the Moabites call them Imim. The Horites formerly lived in Seir, but the sons of Esau dispossessed them and destroyed them before 
them and settled in their place, just as Israel did to the land of their possession, which the Lord gave to them. Now arise, cross over the brook Zered yourselves. So we crossed over the brook Zered. Now the time that it took for us to come from Kadesh Barnea until we crossed over the brook Zered was 38 years until all the generation of the men of war perished from within the camp as the Lord had sworn to them. Moreover, the hand of the Lord was against them to destroy them from within the camp until they all perished. So it came about when all the men of war had finally perished from among the people that the Lord spoke to me saying, Today you shall cross over Ar, the border of Moab. When you come opposite the sons of Ammon, do not harass them nor provoke them, for I will not give you any of the land of the sons of Ammon as a possession, because I have given it to the sons of Lot as a possession. It is also regarded as the land of the Rephaim, for Rephaim formerly lived in it, but the Amorites call him Zamzuman, a people as great, numerous, and tall as the Anakim, but the Lord destroyed them before them, and they dispossessed them and settled in their place. Just as he did for the sons of Esau, who live in Seir, when he destroyed the Horites from before them, they dispossessed them and settled in their place even to this day. And the Avim, who lived in villages as far as Gaza, the Kaftorium, who came from Kaftor, destroyed them and lived in their place. Arise, set out, and pass through the valley of Arnon. Look, I have given Sion, the Amorite, king of Heshbon, and his land into your hand. Begin to take possession and contend with him in battle. This day I will begin to put the dread and fear of you upon the peoples everywhere under the heavens, who when they hear the report of you will tremble and be in anguish because of you. So I sent messengers from the wilderness of the Kedemoth to Sion, king of Heshbon, with words of peace, saying, Let me pass through your land. I will travel only on the highway. I will not turn aside to the right or to the left. You will sell me food for money so that I may eat and give me water for money so that I may drink. Only let me pass through on foot, just as the sons of Esau who live in Seir and the Moabites who live in Ar did for me until I cross over the Jordan into the land which the Lord our God is giving to us. But Sion king of Heshbon was not willing for us to pass through his land, for the Lord your God hardened his spirit and made his heart obstinate in order to deliver him into your hand as he is today. The Lord said to me, See, I have begun to deliver Sion and his land over to you. Begin to occupy that you may possess his land. Then Sion, with all his people, came out to meet us in battle at Jahaz. The Lord our God delivered him over to us, and we defeated him with his sons and all his people. So we captured all his cities at that time and utterly destroyed the men, women, and children of every city. We left no survivor. We took only the animals as our booty and the spoil of the cities which we had captured. From Aror, which is on the edge of the valley of Arnon, and from the city which is in the valley even to Galid, there was no city that was too high for us. The Lord our God delivered all over to us. Only you did not go near to the land of the sons of Ammon, all along the river Jabbok, and the cities of the hill country, and wherever the Lord our God had commanded us. Conquest Recounted, Chapter 3 
Then we turned and went up the road to Bashan, and Og, king of Bashan, with all his people, came out to meet us in battle at Idri. But the Lord said to me, Do not fear him, for I have delivered him and all his people and his land into your hand, and you shall do to him just as you did to Sion, king of the Amorites, who lived in Heshbon. So the Lord our God delivered Og also, king of Bashan, with all his people into our hand, and we smote them until no survivor was left. We captured all his cities at that time. There was no, not a city which we did not take from them. Sixty cities, all the region of Argob, the kingdom of Og, and Bashan. All these were cities fortified with high walls, gates, and bars, besides a great many unwalled towns. We utterly destroyed them as we did to Sion, king of Heshbon, utterly destroying the men, women, and children of every city. But all the animals and the spoil of the cities we took as our booty. Thus we took the land at that time from the hand of the two kings of the Amorites, who were beyond the Jordan, from the valley of Arnon to Mount Hermon. Sidonians called Hermon Syrian, and the Amorites call it Sinir. And the cities of the plateau, and all Galid, and all Bashan, as far as Selka and Idri, cities of the kingdom of Og and Bashan. For only Og, king of Bashan, was left of the remnant of the Rephim. Behold, his bedstead was an iron bedstead. It is in Rabbah of the sons of Ammon. Its length was nine cubits, and its width four cubits by ordinary cubit. So we took possession of this land that time from Aror, which is by the valley of Arnon, and half the hill country of Gilead and its cities I gave to the Reubenites and to the Gadites. The rest of Gilead and all Bashan, the kingdom of Og, I gave to the half-tribe of Manasseh, all the region of Argob, concerning all Bashan, it is called the land of Raphaim. Jer, the son of Manasseh, took all of the region of Argob as far as the border of the Geshrites and the Machathites, and called it, that is, Bashan, after his own name, Haveth Jer, as it is to this day. To Makir I give Gilead. To the Reubenites and to the Gadites I gave from Gilead even as far as the valley of Arnon, the middle of the valley as a border, and as far as the river Jabbok, the border of the sons of Ammon. The Arabah, also with the Jordan, as a border from Chinnereth, even as far as the Sea of Arabah, the Salt Sea, at the foot of the slopes of the Pisgah on the east. Then I commanded you at that time, saying, The Lord your God has given you this land to possess it. All you valiant men shall cross over armed before your brothers, the sons of Israel. But your wives and your little ones and your livestock, I know that you have much livestock, shall remain in your cities, which I have given you, until the Lord gives rest to your fellow countrymen as to you, and they also possess the land which the Lord your God will give them beyond the Jordan. Then you may return every man to his possession, which I have given you. I commanded Joshua at that time, saying, Your eyes have seen all that the Lord your God has done to these two kings, so the Lord shall do to all the kingdoms into which you are about to cross. Do not fear them, for the Lord your God is the one fighting for you. I also pleaded with the Lord at that time, saying, O Lord God, you have begun to show your servant your greatness and your strong hand, for what God is there in heaven or on earth 
who can do such works and mighty acts as yours. Let me, I pray, cross over and see the fair land that is beyond the Jordan, that the good hill country and Lebanon. But the Lord was angry with me on your account and would not listen to me. And the Lord said to me, Enough, speak to me no more of this matter. Go up to the top of Pisgah and lift up your eyes to the west and north and south and east and see it with your eyes, for you shall not cross over this Jordan. But charge Joshua and encourage him and strengthen him, for he shall go across at the head of, his, of this people, and he will give them as an inheritance the land which you will see. So we remained in the valley opposite Beth Peor. Psalm 36. Wickedness of men and loving kindness for God. For the choir director, a psalm of David, the servant of the Lord. Transgression speaks to the ungodly within his heart. There is no fear of God before his eyes, for it flatters him in his own eyes concerning the discovery of his iniquity and the hatred of it. The words of his mouth are wickedness and deceit. He has ceased to be wise and to do good. He plans wickedness upon his bed. He sets himself on a path that is not good. He does not despise evil. Your loving kindness, O Lord, extends to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Your righteousness is like the mountains of God. Your judgments are like a great deep. O Lord, you preserve man and beast. How precious is your loving kindness, O God. And the children of men take refuge in the shadow of your wings. They drink their fill of the abundance of your house, and you give them to drink of the river of your delights. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light. O continue your loving kindness to those who know you, and your righteousness to the upright in heart. Let not the foot of pride come upon me, and let not the hand of the wicked drive me away. There the doers of iniquity have fallen. They have been thrust down and cannot rise. Luke chapter 5, the first disciples. Now it happened that while the crowd was pressing around him and listening to the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, and he saw two boats lying at the edge of the lake, but the fishermen had gotten out of them and were washing their nets. And he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little way from the land. And he sat down and began teaching the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Simon answered and said, Master, we worked hard all night and caught nothing, but I will do as you say and let down the nets. When they had done this, they enclosed a great quantity of fish, and their nets began to break. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat for them to come and help them. And they came and filled both of the boats so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw that he fell down, when he saw that, he fell down at Jesus' feet saying, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For amazement had seized him and all his companions because of the catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not fear. From now on you will be catching men. When they had brought their boats to land, 
they left everything and followed him. The leper and the paralytic. While he was in one of the cities, behold, there was a man covered with leprosy, and when he saw Jesus, he fell on his face and implored him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. And he stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. And immediately the, lep- the leprosy left him. And he ordered him to tell no one, but go and show yourself to the priest and make an offering for your cleansing, just as Moses commanded as a testimony to them. But the news about him was spreading even farther, and large crowds were gathering to hear him and to be healed of their sicknesses. But Jesus himself would often slip away to the wilderness and pray. One day he was teaching, and there were some Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting there, who had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present for him to perform healing. And some men were carrying on a bed a man who was paralyzed, and they were trying to bring him in and set him down in front of him. But not finding any way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and let him down through the tiles with the, with his stretcher into the middle of the crowd in front of Jesus. Seeing their faith, he said, Friend, your sins are forgiven you. The scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this man who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But Jesus, aware of their reasonings, answered and said to them, Why are you reasoning in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins have been forgiven you, or to say, Get up and walk. But so that you may now may know that the son of man has authority on earth to forgive sins he said to the paralytic i say to you get up and pick up your stretcher and go home immediately he got up before them and picked up what he had been laying on and went home glorifying god they were all struck with astonishment and began glorifying god and they were filled with fear saying we have seen remarkable things today Call of Levi, Matthew. After that, he went out and noticed a tax collector named Levi sitting in the tax booth, and he said to him, Follow me. And he left everything behind and got up and began to follow him. And Levi gave a big reception for him in his house, and there was a great crowd of tax collectors and other people who were reclining at the table with them. The Pharisees and their scribes began grumbling at his disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with the tax collectors and sinners? And Jesus said, answered and said to them, It is not those who are well who need a physician, but those who are sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. And they said to him, The disciples of John often fast and oft offer prayers. The disciples of the Pharisees also do the same, but yours eat and drink. And Jesus said to them, You cannot make the attendants of the bridegroom fast while the bridegroom is with them, can you? But the days will come, and when the bridegroom is taken away from them, then they will fast in those days. And he was also telling them a parable. No one tears a piece of cloth from a new garment and puts it on an old garment. Otherwise, he will both tear the new, and the piece from the new will not match the old. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the new wine will burst the skins, and it will be spilled out, and the skins will be ruined. But new wine must be put into fresh wineskins, and no one, after drinking old wine, wishes for new, for he says, the old is good enough. 
And those are our readings today. I love the response um, that Jesus provides to the Pharisees and the scribes about why do you eat and drink with the tax collectors and sinners? And he says, it is not those who are well who need a physician, but those who are sick. And I cannot tell you how that response, imagining Jesus saying that, how that has touched me personally and how it can really help all of us. We are all sinners. We are absolutely all sinners. We are born as sinners. And it is a part of our life to use our brain to which which is a God-given ability to be able to focus on one thing that is that is absolutely on purpose by God so that we can choose to focus on him and him only. And throughout our life, through, throughout the sins that we commit, right, we, we have the opportunity to repent, to be reborn, and to get ourselves centered in Christ. He is our center. Christ in the center of our hearts. It's not our heart. It's Christ in our hearts. That is what we are called to do. That is the new covenant. That is what the Bible has led us to. There are glimpses of Jesus in the Old Testament leading to it, even though it seems, you know, very, very different. It is still the plan and the story of how we ended up with Jesus. Laws needed to be established. We had to learn how to have a relationship with God, how to dwell with him, how to be holy, how to be purified. We had to learn how to do that. And it began this beautiful relationship And then it developed into us being saved once and for all by Jesus. It is just, it's so incredible to to just sit back and think about, isn't it? And I know that I say that a lot, but it truly, truly is. So just remember when you're starting to feel just kind of, if you start thinking about the past, right? you know, things you've said or done in the past and you're just not feeling um, lovable, right? Or you're not feeling worthy of being in God's presence. Please remember that Jesus came for the sick, the sinners. He came for them so that we could repent and be reborn. So very powerful. Let's go ahead and pray. Dear Lord, thank you for our time again today. Thank you for just giving us the ability to be together and to be immersed in your word, Lord. It is completely transformational. And I just pray that all who are listening 
can truly feel that within them, that they can feel the shifts happening, that they can feel a sense of community, of empowerment, of encouragement, of inspiration, of peace. That is what you have given to us in the Bible, your word. You have given us all of that, and we are just so very grateful to be able to have the time, to make the time, to sit with you each day. Please be with us and continue to um, ignite our hearts, Lord, even when we feel like we don't want to be in your presence, Lord, please give us the awareness to just shake that off and to not allow that to override what we need to do, Lord. We need you. We need you. We need the peace that only Jesus can bring, Lord. And we need the courage to share this truth. It's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Well, that concludes our episode today. Thanks so much for being here. Share this with someone in your life. Spread the word about this podcast. That is how things get done. I hope you have a wonderful day and I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.